friends. We are your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn, and welcome back to the One With Friends podcast. Um, Llewellyn, do you want to know a little fun factoid at the tippy top of this episode? Uh, sure. I didn't watch it. <laughs> oh, that is a fun fact. I don't know that I'd say fun, but... <laughs> Here's the deal. my I poorly planned my weekend. I did a lot of things yesterday, but apparently one of those things was not watching the episodes that we were supposed to watch. So not only did we have to cut back an episode because I was going to have to lead one, but I also didn't even prepare for this episode (laughs) as your wing woman. So I want to say, first off, thank you for leading fearlessly today because the weight is literally all on your shoulders. Um, (laughs) I also do not have a lot of fun facts for the episode that I think there's maybe like three or four total that I have to contribute just in general um, that I am aware of. So um, this has never happened and I promise it'll never happen again. I just, sorry, friends. I just poorly planned. Life happens, you know. I literally got to the end of my day yesterday. I went grocery shopping twice throughout the day. I went to two separate locations I prepped some food, I made some stuff, I cleaned, I organized, and then at the end of the day, I watched Beauty and the Beast, and it was midnight, and I was like, oh shoot, we're supposed to be recording tomorrow. <laughs> so I and I had like a 5.30 a.m. wake up call. At some point, and been like, hey, don't forget, no, I almost the, did, the, and then I didn't. Llewellyn. Llewellyn, this is not your fault. No, I, it's not my fault, but I, I do feel I, somewhat responsible. I knew, like, I knew that we were recording on Sunday. It's just my day complete, completely slipped away from me. I was doing stuff all day. So I just want to say to our friends out there that I'm sorry. And that's it. And it won't happen again. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's all right. We're all human mistakes happen not a big deal thank you thank you pray hands pray hands yeah um do you do we want to do we want to give a a little hinty hint to our friend i know technically next week is going to be a new month and therefore our monthly like updates do we want to give like a little monthly teaser we could just do we could just do our monthly updates now because it sounds like this episode might be a little bit shorter than it might next week (laughs) so why don't we just add it here okay well i've been talking already for three minutes so why don't why don't you why don't why don't you go first yeah monthly update so oh my gosh um not a whole lot has happened in my life. I will, I guess I could just add this in right now. I am currently pet sitting for a family. Um, And if you don't know this about Florida, most homes are hardwood floors, if not like tile or something. So if you hear nails on the floor, it's just the dog walking around. He tends to be a little antsy. So just forgive me for that. Um, I want to say real quick that I know, like I, I think I know you pretty well. Um, but the way that you teed that up, (laughs) what do you mean? For some reason, for some reason in the back of my mind, I was like, if she's about to tell me that she's dating someone on the podcast first, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be really mad. Like there's, there's a, 
there's a way that you teed it up that was like a little bit of like hesitation, but also like it was like the breath of expectancy behind it. And I was like, <laughs> no, she did not ambush me on this podcast uh, by no. telling me for the first time. No. Okay. I was like, I thought we knew each other better. No, I would um, never do that to you. But okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Anyways, continue. I no. don't know if our friends out there were like, what's what? Is unless, something, the, what? unless the boyfriend Maybe it's is just uh, me two foot tall golden retriever but um <laughs> Aww, little, little cutie yeah anyways uh not much else has happened in my life um except okay. for the fact that leanne and i made a very i wouldn't okay i wouldn't say rash decision because we did think about it for quite a while it's more like brash yeah that would be a good word you know like it's Rash is close, but you're right. We so it's more brash than rash. Yeah. So, do we do we tell them? Google. Do we just do it? I think I think they want to know now. I think if I was on the other end of this podcast and I heard you teasing something like that, I'd be like, "Are you freaking kidding me? Like, right. stop it! Tell me." So, so I think I think I think we have to. Okay. So essentially, um, you guys have heard us talk about the fantastic time that we had in New York in December. Love it of last year. Um, and I know that we've also teased the possibility of going back because both of us want to see certain shows before people leave. Hamilton. And we talked about it for quite a while. Um, and we had a bunch of different options, but we ended up landing landing the plane on um, spending less than 24 hours in New York City. Wait, can I explain how we came to this decision? Because yeah. I, want, I want them to understand the gravity of how we came to this decision. Yeah. We had been texting about it for a couple of weeks on and off about like, do we, don't we like, what are some options? All right, let's reconvene in a week. And we'd text back in a week. Then we were on the phone in real time, looking up ticket prices and flights. Like, how can we both get there for as cheap as possible on like at the same time while also getting a decent like ticketing like price we were on the phone for like two and two to two and a half hours yeah it was a long time it was a long time and after we had like semi landed on something our trip i'm just gonna be like super open our trip was gonna be around like 750 dollars um and and like last minute where you're purchasing most of the stuff like in real time like it's not like we budgeted ahead for $750. So it was like, we were each going to go to at least two, like two Broadway shows, plus tickets, plus Airbnb. And then I randomly was like, so, so after we have like a loose plan in place, we are like, we are solidifying the plan. And I said, what I said, I said, Llewellyn, I have a thought and I don't think you're going to like it. <laughs> And you were like, oh, no. And then I suggested, what if we go to New York? We only do the one Broadway show that we absolutely have to see because of the circumstance that Llewellyn, you can tell. And then what if we don't get an Airbnb? We fly we fly in on Friday morning, out on Saturday morning at like 6 a.m. And we just stay up throughout the night. We go to our tried and true molly wee pub and (laughs) spend some time there since it was uh, a true friend for us a um 
a place where we found a sanctuary when our Airbnb host fell asleep on us um, the last time we were there. So we were like, what if we just go there, kill a couple of hours, then travel like back early the next morning? And and that's what we landed on. Yeah. So we, cu- we cut our costs down by like 400 bucks. Oh, for sure. Gonna, and everything is already so, paid for. Like we yeah, except to... for food. And we already have a plan for that. It's going to be like 50 bucks maybe. Yeah. So originally so we pumped. were going to do two days and we were going to do this up all night thing on our second day. So we only had to stay in an Airbnb one night. But yeah. even with that, like we were like, the problem was guys, I, if you don't know this, if you're not from this, I guess America, um, it's winter in part of our hemisphere and it's like the blazing heat of summer and the rest of it. Um, and so everybody and their brother wants to come here where I live right now so my flights home were ridiculously priced which was a lot of our issues so i'm actually extending my trip Mm -hmm. by flying to leanne and spending like a day and a half with her in nashville and then flying to new york and then coming back to nashville and then flying back to florida which sounds literally so but was crazy to me that it's cheaper for you to to take two separate round trip flights than to take just one yeah. from where you live to get to where we were needing to go. <laughs> yeah. But you're talking like, like... It doesn't make sense. Like, my return flight from Nashville was $15. It was so cheap. I'm like, it's how so do I say cheap. no to that? It's so cheap. I also convinced her she's going to join my girls' night and she's going to come to a Preds game with us. And I'm so excited. Okay, it didn't take a whole lot of a convincing, but yeah. I'm excited too. That's true. It was sort of like, well, I'm going. So unless you want to spend time by yourself, <laughs> right? Then you have to come with us. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. Oh, and I'm taking that day off so that we could just like hang out in Nashville together. I'm so pumped. Yeah. So that's that's the excitement that is my life. I just can't. Um, oh, I didn't. We didn't tell you what we're seeing. Um, yes. I well, I wanted you to yeah, be able because no, this is so, like this is like your thing. Yes. Yeah, so Leanne graciously set down her need to see Hamilton for a third time. Um, Guys, I'm struggling. <laughs> we'll I'm walk struggling. by. We'll walk by the theater so you can see it. Um, but she set that down so that we could go see Moulin Rouge, the musical, um, mm-hmm. which I'm pretty sure I've mentioned before that Aaron Tveit is back for 12 weeks only, um, and we'll. I mean, we're going at the end of March. So it'll be one of his last performances. So yeah, I'm, I'm like beyond excited. I think we've sent each other things on Instagram, like every other day, Mm -hmm. like, Oh my gosh, I can't wait. (laughs) So honestly, the only reason I'm so excited of it is because that one clip that I sent you today, like I've seen that one around where he's just like milking all the women cheering for him. And he's so hot. That was his his first day back. And he does his little like hand thing. And I'm just like, yes, Yes, yes. I can't so, wait. I can't wait. Honestly, that's that's the only... I haven't I, listened to any of the soundtrack. I haven't seen any oh. reels like about it. I'm just... I'm literally only going for... Because he's so hot. <laughs> so hot, guys. Just look him up. I spent, I spent $300 because he's hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's fabulous. I trust you. Yeah, it'll be great. I mean, somewhat. <laughs> when it comes to Broadway. <laughs> Anyways, it won 10 Tony Awards, so I would say it's good. I trust. I trust it. Right, anyways, okay. any, any life well, updates besides that for you? Oh, for me. Oh, I'm supposed to go. Um, I guess to stay on the planning um, side of things, 
uh, my friends and I, I think I, have I said it on the podcast of what we're planning to do next summer? I don't think so. I think you just, I told you? you and I talked about it. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, if I haven't said it, then here we go. Um, my friends and I are planning on a Paris 2024 trip to go to the Olympics. Um, for those of you who don't know, the Summer Olympics next year are going to be held in Paris. And um, the, you know, you know how like how many times, I mean, we, I think we've experienced it. And actually we had to tell one of our friends no to a different travel. You know, when like the planning travel goes out, like it finally, like it finally solidifies outside of just the group chat of like, we should do this. Yeah. Like it feels so good. Like that's the state, like we, we are actually doing it. So we enrolled in the lottery to get chosen to be able to select like game packs for the Olympics, which is one of the first rounds of like ticket release that they do. And um, I just got an email yesterday that said that I was selected in the draw so that me and my friends, all five of us, can um, choose three different sports that we're all going to go to in our pack to be able to um, go watch some Olympics. So that's exciting. um, We're going to spend two to two and a half weeks in France. We're going to start in Paris for the first week and do the Olympics. We're going to do Disneyland Paris. And then, of course, all of the other things like the Louvre, Versailles, Mont Saint-Michel, like we're going to do all this stuff up there. And then the second week to week and a half, depending on like how you cut it, there's a lot of like some travel days because we're going to travel um, south through the south of France and into the French Riviera. So like Marseille, Nice, Cannes, uh, Saint-Tropez. Um, we'll even probably do like a little day trip to Monaco because it's right there. Um, like I'm so, like, I'm so excited because the last time I went to Paris, I didn't leave Paris. So it'll be fun to kind of explore like different areas of France with like literally my best friends. So I'm very excited. So, um, we actually are having a conversation after I report, uh, record this podcast with you, Llewellyn. Um, we're going to have a conversation to solidify what sports we want because my window starts tomorrow morning at 4am and I absolutely plan on getting up at that time, even though I can log in at any time within a 48 hour period to get tickets. I just want to have the, the best chance of getting like decent spots. So that makes sense. We're super excited for it. We're getting all geeked out on it. So, yeah, that's my, that's really my only update. Well, it's a pretty big update. So there we are. I mean, we've got some exciting, I mean, between like a 24 hour, like 24 hour trip in New York. I mean, we'll be in New York for less than 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. Um, but to have like a fun weekend and then have that coming up too, like I'm super pumped. So. Sweet. Yeah, that's it. Well, let's get to this podcast that I basically am going to run myself. Yes, yes. Why don't you go for it? I'm, I'll am i come back in about 30 minutes. I'm just okay. kidding. <laughs> I'll be here. <laughs> well, ironically, this is, well, we watched what? Season six, episode seven, or I should say I watched season six, episode seven, titled Shade, <laughs> The One Where Phoebe Runs. This was written by Sherry Bilsing Graham and Ellen Plummer, which I don't think we've heard those names yet um directed by gary halverson and originally aired on november 11th 1999 phoebe's unorthodox attention getting jogging style embarrasses running mate rachel 
and the guys get excited about Joey's new roommate, a dancer from Australia. All right. So we open this episode in Phoebe and Rachel's apartment, and they're trying to create their voicemail greeting. Um, They're doing the classic, like, every other word they each say, and then Phoebe quickly realizes that Rachel has all the good words, and she has, like, and, a, the, and she's upset about that. So um, Rachel's like, well, I don't want to trade with you. And she's like, well, why not? Well, because then you're going to have all the good words. So they start over again, um, thinking that they've fixed the issue of her having all the bad words and realize that Rachel tricked her and still had all the good words. But um, alas, you you kind of had a big family. Did you ever do that? No. Oh, okay. No. I mean, not like every other word, but like nothing like where where everyone said their name or anything. I don't even know that we had a greeting, to be honest. Oh, really? Like the generic one? I don't remember honestly wow okay i can't remember the last time i set the greeting on my own phone oh yeah mine for sure doesn't have any sort of personal message for me but like back in the day for like your family phone i don't remember we may have wow yeah i think we at least said our own names nice yeah well rachel gets up and says that she wants to go for a run while it's still light outside and ask Phoebe if she wants to go with her and Phoebe's excited and she's like yeah let's do it and she's like but let me do something real quick and she quickly makes the greeting all by herself and Rachel's like what what the heck like you just did it you took all the words and she's like you've met your match Rachel Green (laughs) and that's essentially the soft open yes um so then we head to the apartment and Ross is reading Ross is telling Chandler about a book he's reading about computers in 2030 that will carry out the functions of an actual human brain. And then Chandler realizes at this moment that he can actually sleep with his eyes open because he's so bored. Um, And Monica enters and immediately tricks Chandler into moving the boxes that he is quote unquote nailed to the floor. Um, And Joey brings over his new roommate, Janine, and he is like over the moon excited because she's this gorgeous woman essentially but he knows nothing about her the friends start asking like what's your last name where are you from Um, what do you do for a living and every time she says like i'm from australia my last name's lacroix uh i'm a dancer joey is like ecstatic he's like oh my gosh i didn't know that oh my gosh i didn't know this either and the friends are like she leaves and the friends are like did you even interview this girl before she moved in And he's like, "Uh, of course I did. Do you not see how hot she is? So we learned that he obviously didn't. Um, But Ross thanks him for bringing her into their lives because he wants to date her. And Monica notices that Chandler has also been gaping at her and calls her out, um, calls him out on liking her. And he Mm -hmm. immediately gets like, you know, flustered and starts unpacking his boxes. Um, and then Joey tells us that he's excited to live with Janine because he wants to date her, but Ross tells him (laughs) that he can't do that because then Ross won't be able to date her. Um, but Chandler is quick to remind him of Donna, a girl that he had dated. And when they ran into each other at the grocery store, it was just an awkward conversation. And Joey remembers this and he's like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Like, I can't can't live with this girl if I find her so attractive and if we're attracted to each other 
Um, and he, oh, I just lost my place. Um, oh, Monica and Monica pipes up and she's like, well, you're around me all the time. Like you don't flirt with me. So what is, what is the problem? And he's like, yeah, well, um, are, are you going to be, or wait, how does she say it? So he says, how am I going to handle myself around Janine? If I can't flirt with her, if I can't like, you know, come on to her. And Monica mm-hmm. says like, well, you're always around me and you never do that. And he's like, yeah. And you're, you're pretty sad about that. Aren't you? <laughs> um, so then we head to the park, uh, which I think was central park, but we don't actually know. It's just some random place with grass. Um, and Phoebe, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it kind of doesn't look like central park. It doesn't look like central park, but I don't know. It's not because they filming, you know, California, but yeah. Um, Phoebe stops to tie her shoes and tells Rachel, like, just keep going. I'll catch up. And so Rachel starts running and not even two seconds later, we see Phoebe come running by. And if you've never seen Phoebe run, it's kind of like a, imagine if like a flamingo had arms. Yeah. And just like, like. Imagine the flamingo's legs are also its arms. <laughs> yeah, and just like going everywhere. Or like a kid on the playground when they're young and they don't like have control of their arms. And they also don't have like the little self filter in their brain right. that makes you act appropriate in Yeah. In the world. Yeah. Yeah. So she runs past Rachel like this and Rachel is immediately mortified which takes us right to the cafe and Rachel is recounting this to Ross and Monica that um, Phoebe's running looks like a cross between Kermit the Frog and the six million (laughs) dollar man which prompts Ross to tell us that Monica has had such a crush on him since she was a kid like you literally used to kiss his poster every night and had his album it's not easy being green Um. Which I think at this moment they were trying to make us think that she had a crush on the six million dollar man, but then she mm-hmm. brought up the album "It's Not Easy Being Green," and we realized that she's actually talking about Kermit the Frog, um, which doesn't surprise me about Monica. Oh, that's funny. Okay, so for those of you that don't know, the six million dollar man, um, there it's a it's it's a sci-fi um, show. It was five seasons. And essentially, Steve Austin is an astronaut who's um, uh, he's really injured when his spaceship crashes. He's handsome. He's athletic. Um, and he undergoes a government sanctioned surgery, which rebuilds several of his body parts with machine parts, making him cyborg like. So when Steve recovers, his machine parts enable him to have like superhuman strength and speed as well as other powers. And so with those powers, he goes to work for the Office of Scientific Information and essentially battling evil for the good of mankind. So that's kind of the broad description of those five seasons. Cool. I'd never heard of it. So I'm glad you looked that up. Honestly, me neither. Um, Yeah. Um, okay, so Monica quickly brings the subject back onto Phoebe and her running, and Rachel just really wants to get out of having to go running with her again, but doesn't know how to do it nicely because she lives with her, and it would be obvious yeah. if she goes running without her. Um, and they both tell her, like, just be honest, like, give her the truth. Like, you don't, like, she's your friend, you want to be honest. 
And Rachel agrees. She's like, yeah, you're right. I should. So Phoebe comes in and Rachel quickly forgets about the truth and tells Phoebe that Monica has tripped her and she can't ever run again because of her ankle. Oh, no. And Phoebe is mad at Monica and tells her to apologize for hurting her ankles, which um, Rachel reminds them like it's not. Oh, it's just one ankle. And Monica's like, yeah, we'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, then we head back up to the apartment and we see that Chandler has officially unpacked and he decides to thank Joey, who apparently has helped him. But when he turns around, he doesn't see anybody, but he does hear giggling coming from a box. Um, and he acts like like you would if you were playing hide and seek with a child where you're like, I can't I don't know where Joey's at. And then Joey pops out of the box and Chandler faints or fakes that he almost had a heart attack because he had no idea that that's where Joey was. Um and he tells Monica, or he tells them that Monica is working late, so he's going to make this place look spotless and even get her some flowers. Like, who wouldn't want to live with Chandler? I mean, that's super sweet of him to even, like, think about. Like, it's yeah. very kind. Yeah. It's just a little poorly misplaced. <laughs> oh, for sure. Wrong person. Um, so Joey says, like, I don't want to live with you because I get to live with a super hot dancer friend. And Chandler asks him how it's going and joey tells him that he has so much pent-up flirting um that he doesn't like know what to do so then he uses his how you do in line on chandler which is not the right person to use that on yeah for sure so then joey walks across the way to his apartment and right into a scene where janine is stretching and he immediately is taken back because you know he's trying not to flirt with her but that's pretty hard when she's flaunting all she has right in front of him um and he flubs that he needs to do his stretches too so as he is starting to stretch she notices his technique is wrong because obviously he doesn't know what he's doing and starts to go help him by like touching his side and he jumps and like walks away because he doesn't want her touching him due to him being so sweaty from his workout so he decides it's time to just go take a shower. So he goes to the room, but then he comes out because he's shocked that her delicate items are hanging in there. <laughs> mm-hmm. So clearly not helping his not flirting with her. Yes. Um, then we head back to the park and Rachel is running by herself and she runs right into Phoebe who calls her out for leaving the apartment that morning. Um, with her running shoes and she's offended because Rachel lied to her and clearly doesn't want to run with her, but won't tell her why. And then she just runs off. It's a very short scene. Yeah. It's not a good look for Rachel. No, not at all. So then we head back to the apartment and we realize that Chandler is in the thick of things cleaning. And I don't know why guys do this, but (laughs) everything in the apartment was in disarray like the couch was moved the table was moved chairs were upturned Mm. like all of the cupboards were empty like everything in that apartment was misplaced yeah and he's currently polishing dishes when ross walks in um and 
Ross makes a comment. He's like, wow, couples that live together really do start looking alike. Um, and then ends up calling him Mondler before asking what he's doing. And so he Is asks, that the first time they officially, they said Mondler? I know we've been calling them that. I think so. Yeah, I think it is. is. It? Okay. I think so too. Um, so Ross asked Chandler if he got Monica's approval to clean because she's weird about where her things are and will know if mm-hmm. anything has been moved. And Chandler's like adamant that she's not going to care. She's going to love that I'm actually doing this. And Ross is like, no, I'm not. I'm not really sure about that because I lived with her for 16 years and she's going to freak out. Yeah. But Chandler's not budging. And he's like, look, I'm just going to call her and find out. So he calls her at work and we find out she's not having a good evening, claiming that she wants something done right. And if that's the case, she's the only one that does it because nobody else seems to do it correctly. Um, yeah. And she really thinks that she might kill someone tonight, which has Chandler freaking out. Yeah, um, for sure. But the silver lining is the only thing that's going to make her night better is when she gets to come home and see him at the end of the night and he tells Mm -hmm. her like you know don't don't rush like take your time spend as much time at work as you want and i'll be here when you get back (laughs) and he hangs up the phone and he looks at ross and he tells her like look monica is gonna kill me and he he slams the phone down and this was probably my this will be my favorite scene because it was so funny but he slams the phone down and it like turns a little bit and ross looks at him and he's like the phone was turned the other way and as he's turning the phone like a piece like a pad of paper rolls off and he's like and that paper was on the table and it's just like so perfectly timed it's hilarious so yeah chandler's gonna struggle for sure oh for sure so it goes to like a break and then it comes back and we're still in the apartment and Chandler is like frantically trying to put things back where they were. Um, he starts by lining the couch up with the back of the carpet, but Ross tells him that's not close enough to the coffee table. And so he tries and Chandler tries to prove a point. He's like, yes, it is. So he sits, sits down and realizes he can't reach the table with his feet. Um, so then he goes to move the coffee table, but Ross reminds him that it won't be centered on the rug. And at this point, Chandler just like loses it. He's like, I, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like everything is wrong. Um, again, like she's going to notice. Mm-hmm. So at yeah. th- this point, Joey storms in upset that he's not flirting, but yet she's still drawn to him. He says, and he goes to sit on the couch, raises his feet, for the coffee table and misses because it's not in the correct spot. And then he tells mm-hmm. Chandler that Monica is going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then the subject changes and Joey basically begs for their help on how to repel her from him um, because they're two people that are good at that. And Ross is like, what makes you think I'm good at repelling women? He's like, well, you've been married three times. So yeah. <laughs> Um, but Ross is still adamant he's like I'm like Chandler and I are not good at repelling women but Chandler disagrees and tells him about a time in college when Ross wouldn't stop telling a girl about the potato famine oh gosh yeah Um, Ross would oh my gosh that's such a that's such a beta move Ross is such a beta (laughs) oh for sure Um, but Ross reminds Chandler that he's also not good at you know keeping women because every time he talks 
to a woman he ends it with but um and Chandler's like oh my gosh you're right and Monica hates that too so now that they've both agreed that they're good at repelling women um Joey's like what do I like what do I do and so according to the guys girls don't like these four things they don't like it when you talk about science okay is that true wait 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 let's let's is that true for you I mean, I don't care for science, so yeah, I guess. I would say same. Okay. okay. Um, correct their grammar. I correct other people's grammar. So I do too. If, so if I'm like, if it's done to me, it's all fair. All is fair in love and war on yeah. on, my, on that count for me. Same. Because I get annoyed by. I'm a hooked on phonics kid. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you that don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Hooked on phonics was like a phonetics and like grammar. What would, did did you grow up with that at all? Do you I know did. what that is? Yes, I do know what it is. Okay, so like it's like it was like this program. I was always really good at it. My sister hated it. I mean, she would cry when she had to do it. I was so good at it. I sped through every single like lesson and all the tears of like getting better, whatever. And so I get very like when I see a mistake or hear a mistake, I'm like, Ugh, I have to fix it. So that's, that's fair game for me. Yeah. Um, another one is explaining why your jokes are funny. <laughs> okay. What, what for Yeah. Like um, they're explaining why their joke is funny. Yeah. So like if Chandler cracks a joke, Chandler was the one that said this. So if he cracks a joke and then you just look at him and I don't know about you, but sometimes when, when somebody, especially a guy is like cracking jokes all the time, I just don't acknowledge the joke. I may get it. Oh, to get him to stop. I just don't acknowledge it. But then they start explaining it as if you didn't understand. And I'm like, so yes, I understand this one. Like, don't explain the joke to me unless I ask you to explain the joke to me. So they're like, so they like mansplain you. Yeah. I hate mansplaining. That that to me tells me that like they're 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 a Chandler that they find like their worth in like making people laugh so when people don't laugh they autumn they don't even assume that they're not funny for that joke at least yeah like obviously that did not cross their mind because of their first response is oh let me explain to you why that why you should have laughed (laughs) Like, oh, they're so insecure. Oh, it makes me feel really bad for them. <laughs> nice. Honestly, I can't. I can't say I ever get into similar situations as you. I will also not laugh, but it's usually never in like conjunction by like myself. So I can usually kind of like disappear into a group of people. I will stop pacifying them, kind of like to your point. Like if they're doing it all the time, I'm like, okay, like your whole thing doesn't need to be like the funny person so I just won't laugh but I'm usually like in a group where like it doesn't matter if one person isn't because the rest of them are and then I'll just kind of like slowly edge myself out of that conversation um but if I honestly don't get it I'll ask I'm like what and then they can explain it like that's free invite that's interesting yeah Llewellyn I need to know who you're talking about is it me (laughs) (laughs) just kidding I've never done that um okay and then the last one is if they keep asking if they like you. If they keep asking if yeah. they like you. 
like or if you like ross, them yes yeah i think i wrote that wrong yeah ross said you know if, if you keep asking if they like you oh yeah okay so you keep having to like get the confirmation that like yeah so basically okay, I get that. if you're insecure in the relationship and you keep yeah i mean it's good to have like it's good to have check-ins like every once in a while that you both are on the same like path and still both in it and like going after the same thing like together but like a constant state of insecurity where you're just like we're good right we're good right it's like now i'm out no yeah. we're not good yeah <laughs> yeah okay got it yeah. so at so this the point, guys are almost right yeah so at this point they, chandler, they, had, it, they had it at like 75 percent. yeah chandler's lucky to have monica he realizes and ross thinks he's never gonna <laughs> yes. find love again <laughs> <laughs> poor Ross. Yeah. So then we head to Phoebe and Rachel's and Phoebe walks in and Rachel asks to talk to her, which Phoebe agrees, but she keeps walking straight into her bedroom and like basically ignores Rachel. Um, So Rachel apologizes for not just telling her the truth. And Phoebe again agrees and wants to hear like, why are you not wanting to run with me? So Rachel mm-hmm. is honest and tells her, like, look, your running is just a little... And she, like, does the arm flailing <laughs> like Phoebe does. Mm-hmm. And Phoebe's like, why does that matter? Um, and Rachel points out that there's people. Like, it it matters because there's people. And Phoebe is With like, eyes. I don't... <laughs> she's like, I don't, I don't care that there's people because I'm never going to see them again. But Rachel yeah. still very much cares about the opinion of those around her. But then Phoebe at this point calls her out on, you know, like you make noises when you run, like you make these puffing noises, but you know, I guess that's fine. You're just uptight. Yeah. And Rachel's like, no, no, I'm, I'm not uptight. But as she is trying to defend herself on not being uptight, she realizes that she is uptight. Um, but Phoebe doesn't judge her and is saying, look, it's just who you are, but you know, what I do is just freeing. Like, and she brings up at this point, she's like, you remember what it was like when you ran as a kid, when you just didn't care and you mm-hmm. ran so fast that your legs were going to fall off? She's like, that's what running is for me, um, which really, I think, like brings into perspective for Rachel in that moment. Yeah. So then we head back to the apartment where Chandler is currently measuring the lamp on the counter, asking if Ro- Ross, if it's correct. Poor and Ross. Yeah, Ross at this point doesn't care because he repels women, so why does it matter? Ross is being Ross. Um, yeah. But then Monica starts to enter, and Chandler immediately slams the door in her face. Like, she doesn't even, we don't even see Monica. He slams the door so fast and says that she can't come in because Ross is naked. And everyone is confused as to why anyone had to be naked in this scenario. Um but that is what happened. So Monica asks why. And Ross reluctantly claims that he has a guy problem that he needed to ask Chandler about. And there's mm. a, a weird like pause. And then Monica through the door is like, is it the same issue that Chandler had? Um, which is awkward in a sense with the guys. And then she says, you know, there's still medicine under the cabinet in the bathroom if you need it. So which which under in that bathroom 
it's one of those like clawfoot sinks. Do you remember? Like anytime we've yeah. been in Monica's bathroom, it's like a open, there's no like cabinet underneath it. It's like one of those open standing sinks. Yeah. So it obviously wasn't there. Yeah. But still. Um, so Chandler just tries to ignore this fact. So she says she'll go away and do whatever she needs to do. And Ross just point blank asks him, like, dude, what did you have? Um, and then offers up, like, why don't we look at a photo album and match everything to what the photo looks like and Chandler's like that's brilliant like why hadn't we thought about that sooner so he's like looking at this photo album like trying to figure out where the couch goes and then Ross Mm -hmm. just quietly is like dude what did you have because he really wants to know um then we head across the hall to the guy's apartment and Janine has brought bought Joey beer and he tries to correct her grammar he's trying all the things that the guy said um she offers to buy pizza for dinner and he gives her the bottom bumch joke. Um, <laughs> and at this point she's like, is everything okay? And he is honest and points out the attraction between them um, only to realize that the attraction is one way. She doesn't see him that way. It is not interested in pursuing anything with him. She just wants to be his roommate essentially Mm -hmm. and he is like beyond himself that she isn't attracted to him and she's and tries to like prove like you do have an attraction to me by using his how you doing line on her and she just gives him a response and doesn't even come to the conclusion that he's trying to flirt with her in this moment yeah which is sad for joey but yeah you know probably a hit to his ego too considering who he is like the fact that she's like no i'm not into you (laughs) yeah ouch so then we have the final scene in the park and rachel is running with her puffing noise around the corner and then she stops for a second like kind of thinks for a minute and then takes off running like phoebe runs and Mm -hmm. literally runs right into phoebe And both of them are, like, flailing their arms around, like, talking about how free it is and how much fun this is and all of the good things. And she turns around and runs right into a police horse. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Before getting up and taking off again. Mm -hmm. So that was the last of the running. Um, And then the final scene before the tag, we're in the apartment and Monica finally comes home and doesn't even take a second when she walks inside and immediately asks why everything is different and ross that would be a tough way to live (laughs) yeah ross stands and leaves um (laughs) because he doesn't want to deal with this but chandler is like i don't i don't know what you're talking about the room just got brighter when you walked in and she starts to point out everything that's wrong in the apartment Um, which makes him just explain like look i put everything away i just wanted to do something nice by cleaning the apartment and to everybody's surprise including chandler's she doesn't hate him for this and says that she appreciates everything he did and everything he wanted to do um and like she may like things a certain way but she never expects him to be that way Mm -hmm. and then she says but before we go any farther and you think that she's going to change her tune she grabs some (laughs) like 
gloves and puts them on. She's like, I need to know exactly where Ross sat when he was naked. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So then in the tag, we're in the cafe and Ross is telling Janine his 2030 story about computers and she is buying Can't everything. We're like, we're so, like, so close we're seven to that. years away from that. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. But she is actually into it, everything he's saying, until Ross makes a comment that the two of them are interfacing with each other. And in this moment, Chandler looks at him and just does his bum bum. <laughs> clever. And it ends. Very, very clever. Okay, a couple things. Okay. Obviously, in this episode, this is the first appearance of Janine. Like, we've all met Janine. Um, who, sorry, for those of you who don't know, she's played by Elle McPherson. Um, in the one with the Princess Leia fantasy, Chandler mentions that Elle McPherson is, like, one of the mental images that pops in his head during sex. So, like, this is one of those, like, weird crossovers that they do. Um, kind of like, um... Well, I guess when we get there, we'll say it. But there's a couple crossovers where they, like, make some mention of, of an actor or actress in real life. And then they end up guest appearing and, like, don't get recognized as that actor or actress. So this is one of those examples um, where she's mentioned for her real name, but then she guest appears as Janine. And then um, the big plate that we've been talking about that Monica gives to Rachel um, it was in the one where Ross hugs Rachel and then she like takes it over to her apartment. Um, it's shown on the di- dining table in Rachel and Phoebe's apartment, which is kind of cool. Nice. So their continuity on that is like spot on. Nice. Um, the Magna Doodle has a four by four truck high centered on a small hill with two muscular like stick figure men um, who are on the opposite ends of the truck and in giant letters that says oops written like above it all. And then this is just kind of like this is like more of like a big picture kind of thing where like just wanting to point out like Rachel is the only regular person like regular um, act like actress um, to live in all four main apartments. So she lived in Monica's obviously for the first five seasons, Joey and Chandler's during the apartment switch and then later in the series, um, Phoebe's, like, she'll be in Phoebe's throughout the sixth season. And then, spoiler alert, so fast forward 10 seconds, Ross's after Emma is born. Um, so I just wanted to point that out. And that's it for the uh, fun facts, the old fun facts. Nice. So I would ask you what your favorite scene is, but you didn't watch it, so... I think I can just talk about my favorite scene. Yes, you can do that. Which you was can absolutely do that. What I already said, the scene where Ross tells him that he's going to get killed by Monica. And it's just such, it's the timing of the phone being turned and then the paper falling. And he's just like, you need to move that. And that was on the table. Um, it was funny. If I, I will watch this just to like catch up because I can't just like skip over it completely. I like, I will watch it in retrospect. So if there's a scene that like just pops out that I have to say something about, I'll bring it up in the next episode. But if, or if it's not different than yours, then I won't say anything. Cool. Um, and then as far as reading this episode, 
Uh, I also again, won't write the episode. Just me. Um, <laughs> I'm failing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I would probably give this one a how you doing. Um, mm. Only, and it wasn't even nice. like the main part. Like it wasn't even like a storyline really, but, or I mean, it was a storyline, mm-hmm. but it wasn't mentioned in the like recap. Um, but like the whole Chandler cleaning the apartment thing, I just thought it was so funny. And just like such like such him like wanting to like help but then also just like screwing it all up um so i just thought it was funny that that like added something and then i love that like rachel and phoebe like had something as like new roommates they got to do like something bonding together so i i thought that was really cool how they showed that like right after rachel moves in with her um Mm -hmm. which is like special you know like they gave that good like attention so yeah i would give it that nice okay well done okay post show wrap up trivia yeah hopefully it's not about this episode <laughs> no uh no neither of them okay, okay. we'll get this one out because it's super easy uh what is ross's son's name ben. ben um which of joey's sisters has a husband who filed a restraining order against her oh i don't know i don't know either hold on uh a simple name i'm trying to think of italian maria marie maria no uh that was my only italian name that i thought of so it's tina oh okay tina whoops (laughs) okay uh well that brings us to our social media um we've got um We've got a message. Um, I believe she is a new friend to us on Instagram. Um, oh, Acacia. Uh, she says, hi, my name is Acacia. I am from Calgary, Canada. I just wanted to say I love listening to your podcast. I finished Friends for the first time in December. Oh my gosh. And couldn't get enough. So I started your podcast and absolutely loved it. I'm finally caught up and can't wait to keep listening. Oh my gosh. Thanks, Acacia. I hope I said that right. Um, we also have just been interacting with some of our, um, consistent friends. So we really appreciate that. Um, we also had a follow-up from our friend, Christy. She said, Hey there, sorry, I haven't reached out in a while. I'm still loving your podcast. I just listened to this week's episode and I had to write in when you were talking about the scene where Joey and Chandler were eating food from their culture. I had thought about it. I Googled the last name Bing, and it is apparently a pretty common Chinese last name. That's probably why Joey thinks Chandler got Chinese food. That's so funny. Wow. <laughs> Christy. We're gonna need we're gonna need Christy to come in and do backup when I apparently fail at my job and just completely miss episodes. She said, Thanks for the great podcast. Every time I listen to you, I try to think of a recommend to a friend and I can never think of one. I'll let you know if I ever come up with one. Okay, that's what's so hard is like you think it's like this really big thing, but it's really like looking around your life and like yeah. saying like, oh, I started using that and I really like it. So I'm going to recommend it. Some weeks it is hard because you're like, I've literally added nothing new into my life. <laughs> but there's yeah. other weeks where you're like, yeah, I bought these three things from Amazon and they're awesome. So I'm going to tell you about it over the next three weeks. Like, so it can be small things, um, things that you don't normally think of like being exceptional because maybe you use them in like your day to day. Um but yeah, it's it's actually really easy. So just like you guys just take a look around your life. And if there's things that you use that you're like, oh, yeah, I would tell my friends about this because I like it. Then tell us about it and 
when we fail at providing a recommend to a friend, we'll use yours like we've done in the past with our other friends. So um, she also said, also, I loved hearing about your New York City trip. I'm now begging my husband to go this year for our 25th anniversary. Oh, Christy, 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 you have to do it. <laughs> Keep begging. And you have to go see Hamilton. <laughs> go see any show. Um, Yes. And also Hamilton. Okay. Any show plus Hamilton. Um, no, but literally, yeah, make it to make it to the city. Um, reach out to us. We'll give you some recommendations. We hit some. Um, I have like a favorite bar out there now. We've got a coffee shop that we're going to visit. We found an Asian food place. Actually, we found two that we loved. Um, and yeah, like unique shops that are like New York specific. So We've got some recommendations for you if you want any help. But I also realize that like people save up their own like lists of things they want to see when they go to a city. So um, but if you need a recommendation, we've got your back, especially for like drinks before a show. It's right on the same line. You're like a like an eight minute subway right away straight on the same line. It's awesome. So anyways, OK, that is our social media spotlight. So yep. speaking of recommend to a friend, Llewellyn, what you got? What you got for us? I don't know that I have one this week. Okay. Okay. Do you? I. Okay. The one that I have on there right now. Have I said that on these on this before? Yes, you have. When? When did I say that? A couple of times ago. Okay. But that was before I got them in, right? That was when I bought them. It may have been when you received them, but you hadn't used them yet. Okay, this is my review then. This is my recommend to a friend review. Um, A while back, I guess, according to Llewellyn, I talked about towel scrunchies, which are used um, for people who wash their face um, or have like a skincare routine of any kind or just, you know, like to wash their face, Um, but hate, loathe, loathe entirely the feeling of water running down their forearms and down to their elbow. It's the worst feeling in the world and I will avoid washing my face because of that exact feeling um so on Amazon I bought some towel scrunchies which I think I linked in the other episode but I will link them again in this episode in case you need um encouragement on which ones to buy I bought a three pack and I gave two of them to my best two girlfriends and I love it it soaks up all the water it's super great it makes me more excited to wash my face and it keeps all the water away from my elbows and so you don't get any of that like feeling of water dripping down your arms it's amazing it's literally been a game changer for washing your face so if you struggle with that um or even if you don't struggle with it but you just kind of find it annoying get yourself some towel scrunchies wrap put them on your wrist when you're about to watch your wash your face and uh, watch your life transform because of it transform this wow. is this is a de- this is the definition of over promising yeah, for sure <laughs> it costs you like four bucks <laughs> and, um so safe to say i mean don't come back at me your life will not dramatically change but honestly it will so towel scrunchies recommend to a friend highly now that i've used it nice it's a plus way to go yeah okay well so this episode was the first of its kind yeah and it was still an hour long in the fact that I didn't watch it. So I will catch up by next week. I promise. 
and um, I'm going to be taking the, taking the reins back from Llewellyn, which she is like, yes, yes, thank yep, you. Yep. Um, and then I think we're going to record one in person when we're together at the end of the month, aren't we? I think we are, yeah. I think we are. It's going to be so exciting. Okay, cool. Well, um, next week, though, we're going to cover... <laughs> I can't wait. The one with Ross's teeth. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. So we'll see you guys next week on the One with Friends podcast. <laughs>